Welcome to Daily Prayer with the Kingstown Communion on Wednesday, January the 30th, 2019. Grace and peace to you from our Lord Jesus Christ. soul rise up to meet you as the day rises to meet the sun glory to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever more epistle lesson this week is a familiar one. It's from 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 31. As you hear this again, see what there is new to glean from it. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews and Greeks and slaves and free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot would say, because I am a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear would say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the whole body were an eye, 
where would the hearing be? And if the whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members of the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many members, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need for you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need for you. On the contrary, the members of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And those members of the body that we think less honorable, we clothe with greater honor. And our less respectable members are treated with greater respect. Whereas our more respectable members do not need this. But God has so arranged the body, giving the greatest honor to the inferior member, that there may be no dissension within the body, but the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles and prophets and teachers and then deeds of power and gifts of healing and forms of assistance and forms of leadership and various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? No but strive for greater gifts. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. This is one of the greatest scriptures we have about the body of Christ, what it means to be the church and how the church is to live and how the people within the church are to interact with one another. And so hear this scripture once again from 1 Corinthians 12. For just as the body is one and has many members and all the members of the body, though many are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one spirit, we were all baptized into one body. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot would say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear would say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? And if the whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, There are many members, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need for you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need for you. On the contrary, the members of the body that seem to be weaker 
are indispensable. And those members of that body that we think less honorable, we clothe with great honor. And our less respectable members are treated with greater respect. Whereas our more respectable members do not need this. But God has so arranged the body, giving the greater honor to the inferior member, that there may be no dissension within the body, but the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, and then prophets, and then teachers, and then deeds of power, and gifts of healing, and forms of assistance, and forms of leadership, and various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, do all work miracles, do all possess gifts of healing, do all speak in tongues, do all interpret? No. But strive for the greater gifts. somebody a part of our church or a part of a church how does this passage speak to you and how does it also convict you because while this is one of the greatest examples one of the greatest metaphors for the church as the body honestly Most of the time, we don't live like this. Most churches don't live it out this way. We don't act as if every person is as essential as the other. We have our own assumptions of who is more righteous, who has more gifts, who's a better leader, who's more welcoming, who's more self-sacrificing, who's a bigger giver. And so how does this convict you? How have you maybe placed yourself on a pedestal as though your part of the body may be better? Or how have you underestimated your value in the body? Because there is a place for you. Exactly as you are. And as you find that place, so too will you grow in greater gifts. Yeah. 
Go now in the love of God our Father and the grace of his Son, Jesus Christ, in the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit. Amen.